Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Welsh and you're listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. I thought I'd get a chance to talk with you today a little bit more in depth about the wonderful ales and whales and greatness of perlite. Why did I want to talk to you about it again? Well, because I feel like I left a lot unanswered. And I hate when I do that. So, we're going to take another stab at it. Unfortunately, you know I don't edit. I don't change anything. It is what it is. You get what you get. So don't have a fit. Uh-huh. Did your parents ever tell you that when you were little? I don't think my parents ever did, but I bet you they would tell it to me now as an adult. Somehow I became slightly more of a child <laughs> as I grew up. I'm just kidding. Well, not really. Okay. So, typically most of us have experienced perlite when we buy, um any potting soil because we see it in there it's those white particles mixed in with the dirt uh, a lot of people also see it when it's mixed on top of it looks like stones on your succulents plants on the top you know they make it all glued in and stay just so ever pretty um well that is perlite there are three types of perlite one type called expanding perlite is used typically in construction and industrial activities um, there's about 6% of water, uh, with only 6% water components, and 15 times larger than its um, expanding as expanding in size. Sorry, you knew my phone was going to go off. Um, so with 6% water component and 15 times larger than its volcanic glass size, expanding perlite is sourced because it is fire-resistant and self-regulating thermal properties, which are a good feature in modern construction. So why would we want that in modern construction? Well, it sounds like it gets bigger, and it sounds like it's fire-resistant, so we're all about stopping fires. Jeez, aren't we? We should be if we're not. So we did that. Then number two. Are you ready for number two? It is horticultural perlite. What? Imagine that. Yes, my friends, they even give it a special name. All right, this type is the one we use for gardening and hydroponics. Comes in four grades from there, basically, um, depending on the level and size of the water that you want it to hold. So they have a WHC, like water holding capacity, I believe is what it's called. Probably something else technical, but I'm going to say it's the water holding capacity because that sounds good. The finer the size, the higher the water holding capacity. So smaller it is, more it can hold. Bigger it is, less it can hold. It actually doesn't seem like it should be right, but it is. So, like a super coarse perlite. Actually, it feels like that's the wrong way still. Oh, whatever. A super coarse. Oh yeah, a super coarse. Coarse meaning like you can think about salt. Coarse salt is the big old flakes. Um. The water holding capacity is 19%. Uh, in the coarser perlite that's used for succulents. In orchids, it is 34%. So it jumps up quite a bit. Uh, the medium grade perlite for potting seed for potted seedlings um, is 46%. And the fine grade perlite for your rootings of your plants um, and seed starts, 52%. All the things you didn't know. So when you seed start your plants, you know that you need to put less water in there than you would when if it's regularly growing because you know that the perlite's not gonna hold as much as it gets older. So you should have to pay more attention. And we can overwater our seedlings that way because we're not thinking about it 
and we think about it in regular soil thoughts and so we think it needs to be watered a certain time frame but it's going to hold a lot more I mean considerably more maybe not in so much between the the medium and the the fine but I mean you're talking 19% and 15 to 19% to 52% that's a wide range of difference okay so then I can't tell you not about the third one so the third type of perlite it's called vapex I mean it's an industrial grade perlite um, instead of crushing the perlite though it's coated with a hydrophobic coating to create this thing called vapex which is a high liquid absorption feature it is used to absorb crude oil lubricants petro and other oily substances that are spilled in water which are oftentimes caused by ecological catastrophes and unwanted cargo ship collisions I don't think anybody would ever want to be in a wanted cargo ship collision so I think they're pretty much all unwanted that's like an extra word that didn't need to be said but was said hmm interesting all right so we know what perlite is okay it's that stuff it's made basically out of um, volcanic activity it's the byproduct it is um, oh it's, the name escapes me it is oh subsidian no obsidian sorry my son made me go to Yellowstone with him when he was eight or nine after he done told, done told me that it was a super volcano and I told him, oh no it's not I don't know why I said no it's not but that sure caused me a trip to the Yellowstone which was absolutely fun anyhow when we were there we saw obsidian in 10 I mean it was it was everywhere and so was the bog of eternal stench if you've ever seen the princess bride you know how they refer to something as the bog of eternal stench it really really stinks it's the sulfur oh my gosh some parts of Yellowstone really really stink okay so back to the real world real world sorry I recorded this episode already like twice and somehow I deleted it which is the only time I'd ever re-record -re something so I'm just feel like I'm sitting on rewind or something so anyhow perlite uh, used in our instances for gardening hydroponics um, and it's used because of its distinct mineral properties so what makes it so distinct and what makes it so beneficial that people want to use it well one of the things that makes it is it maintains a net neutral pH hang on guys there we go that should be better now my lovely pets as they are they decided to knock my keyboard down and then step on the, the volume button so hopefully it sounds okay if not I'm not recording this again so you're just gonna have to deal with it alright so um, it maintains a neutral pH level for the soil it adds better aeration thanks to its porous build um, it maintains the nutrient level in the soil as it as an organic and its mineral properties are not toxic to the soil so it doesn't bring anything bad to the soil in itself and it improves water drainage by allowing the right num amount of water to be retained while the rest will be drained off um oh some people like to use perlite in like a basically a soil substitute for soilless growing um, usually with their hydroponics people will grow with just perlite I find that it doesn't work for me but maybe that's just me 
I have to mix it with something else. Um, usually vermiculite. Because the soil just doesn't hold up in my case. Like the perlite, it just, my seedlings just go dumping, dumping, falling over. So if you guys grow just with perlite and no vermiculite or no nothing else, and your stuff does not fall over, let me know. Because I'd be really curious. Um, the other thing, perlite. Cheap. Well, think about it. It's been existing for like ever, right? Because it's been existing since like volcanoes were around. So that's a long time. And when a volcano erupts, well, it makes a lot of mess. So there's tons of it around. Um, let's see. Oh, and the reason why the plants love it so much is perlite is made of 75% silicone dioxide and 25% aluminum oxide. A combination that we all know plants love and it's good for them. So it's a perfect chemical composure and it happens naturally. Although a lot of times we don't think it's natural because we think it's been handled and whatever and it has been but not in the same way it's in its purest form it, it's, it's meant to be a companion to the plant so um which would make kind of sense if you think about it um so at one point it said yet yeah, last time in my video that it was had seen that it was um not whatever that word is it was um not cancerous. Well, yeah, it was basically, um, well, basically there were some levels that they were worried about, um, asbestos. I couldn't remember the word, asbestos. But apparently, nope. First of all, that's not the same type of pearl that we're talking about right now. But second of all, um, I guess it hadn't been done for a long time. Kind of like that whole thing about asbestos. Like, I mean, who's going to say I put asbestos in my walls yesterday just because I thought it'd be fun? Nobody ever anywhere said that. So, so that was. Um, misconstrued. I'm sorry, I think my dogs are eating something again. They're just always messing with me. Um, they are. They're eating something. Come here, dog. Come here. Come here. Yes, you have to wait with me as I call my dog. Come here, Maya. Daisy. I have three dogs in a tiny room, as you know, and they drive me crazy. I should actually post pictures of my dogs. Actually, if you buy my grow kit, the one for uh, pet grass, my dogs are featured all over the directions. I have a dog on each little part of the directions. And there are pictures of my dogs. Um, but anyhow, totally off the subject again. But she stopped eating whatever she was eating. So that's good. Okay. So, it basically the biggest reason why people love perlite is it is the ability for its water retention, which is good in draining excess water in the soil and avoiding overhydration. Above all, perlite is cheap and reusable. As perfect as it may seem, perlite also has its own set of drawbacks. One, here we go, you ready? Hear what's bad about perlite? It is too light. I second that notion. Very, very light um, and buoyant. Thus, it's incapable of anchoring the plant in place. Oh, exactly what I said. Because my roots do not stay in place. Um, so you couldn't use it in ebb and flow in a flood and drain system um, due to its buoyancy. Perlite will float away. I tell you, it is annoying when it does float away. Um, and also, when you breathe in the dust, it's not good for you. It's very unhealthy. I suppose if you're talking about breathing in basically, I guess what would be remnants of a volcanic whatever or another, that would be bad. And I would not want to breathe that in. That would suck. So, 
These, I write perlite is good, but perlite is bad. And all the things in between. I personally like perlite. I hate that I have to order it. And it comes in these big old boxes. It takes forever to get here. I mean, I suppose I could find a local source for it. But unfortunately, I just don't have one. I mean, I could find one. But it's going to cost me to drive an hour. And, well, I don't know. I just don't feel I should drive an hour for that. Maybe I'm wrong. Probably wrong. Um, but that's what I can tell you about perlite. If you use um, the Dutch bucket system, I use perlite in all of my Dutch bucket systems. Um, especially with my tomatoes. Because it just seems easier. And then you know there's not like bugs living in your soil. Hey, you ain't no bug chasing tomato plants anyway. Don't mind my yawn. It is early morning. And like I said, I just wanted to get this out here so I could talk to you guys next about all the things that have been going on and why I've been kind of missing in action. But really not missing in any kind of action. I kid you not. I'm over here putting in, I don't even know how many hours, more hours than I think are in a day sometimes. Um, and working it all out. But I'll tell you more about what's been happening and uh, some interesting opportunities and some fun things that are going to be coming up next. So who knows where your microgreen business can take you. Honestly, if you want to give it your all and be creative and try different things, you may just come up with an idea that is everybody's going to want. And you'll feel really proud of it. So, I'm going to go take these creatures out of here and you guys have a great morning have a great day have a great afternoon have a great whatever it is and keep planting and if you need me you can find me um but it's usually hard to find me lately so you might want to try sending a text because that's probably the easiest way honestly everything else i don't even check my my social media much anymore so but if you need me you can find me and if you signed up to do one of the studies at the university then i'm looking for you so, let me know so I can schedule your time for the university. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. But basically, I help universities and other things put together a bunch of growers so that they can do surveys and answer questions to give additional research and assistance to the, basically, the educators who are trying to put together um, safety material or, or different materials concerning our crops. So anyhow, have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.